forever. Dog. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you know what it is, you know what it do, you know what it be, what it was, what it shan't, what it shall, and what it shizzin'. Okay. Shizzin'? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm uh, adapting uh, Shakespeare in Love, but um, <laughs> all Ebonics. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're not adapting a Shakespeare play, you're adapting Shakespeare, Shakespeare in Love, love. Yeah. a movie about... Shakespeare writing, well, Romeo and Juliet. Out. They're giving out checks left and right to black people for whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, that's I'm, I got. I'm so supportive of you just getting your bag. Thank getting you. the hell out. Any um, big career news for you you want to announce up top? No. <laughs> I was sort of trying to give you an opportunity to make up something. Oh, oh to do like a fun bit? Hmm. Yeah. For sure. All right. No, no, that's cool. Yeah, you just that. sounded so earnest. It's because you're such a great actress that I was like, oh, she's like genuinely How asking. Dare you? How <laughs> dare you pretend to compliment me? No, no. <laughs> you I, your Natalie Portman masterclass really paid off. I believed I believed the truth. <laughs> oh, like the things I would do to you if we weren't separated. But folks, that's the world we live in. We're doing Zoom podcasts. We're doing Zoom. We're doing Zoom tables and rooms and reads and punch ups and punch downs, but right now, to your ears, live and in color, is our podcast iconography. I'm Iowa Debris, and I'm Olivia Craighead. And Olivia, can you do me a favor? What you want? Tell me, folks, what the podcast is about. Okay, this is a podcast about icons. This is a podcast where Iowa and I invite on a guest who tells us someone who they think is an icon, and we ask the important question, does that person endure? Today, we have on someone super cool to talk about someone who's maybe the coolest person who's ever lived. It's a, a powerful episode. But before we do that, Iowa and I chit chat a little bit we talk about the icons of our week we talk about who's moving us this week who's inspiring us this week and so i'll kick it to you io who's your icon this week olivia my icon this week came to me in the moment of um i'll call it two minutes before the podcast okay cool i i moved um it's nearing on two months now and still nevertheless she persisted and refused to hang up anything on the walls so i'm finally hanging some things up on the walls okay that's really powerful of you actually thank you thank you because here's the thing about me i could go longer (laughs) no i know i know it's hard to hang things up it's like a real commitment to hang things up and like you have to picture things yes and also, I don't have any frames. So there's some like bigger things that I got. I got no frames. Now I'm trying to buy frames on Michaels.com. That's <laughs> a mess. I mean, God. it's just, it's obviously I'm um I'm suffering. I'm persisting. I'm riding. I'm dying. And I and I'm trying to hang some things up. But one of the things I got that I'm not gonna frame. I'm just gonna hang it up raw. Dare I say? Uh, is my well, I, and I said it too late. Yeah, you just, okay. Keep keep it rocking. Keep it rolling. <laughs> I am hanging up my Truman Show poster. Okay. Got a little poster of the Truman Show. It's going to go in the workspace, desk, desk, desk space area. 
I have a Q. And I've got Just an like a. off rip. Is it okay. a Truman Show poster or is it that print of him walking on like the cloud stairs? We're not doing no prints, baby. Okay. We're doing posters that I got from Etsy.com from a man from Australia who collected limited edition posters and prints from when he worked at a movie theater. Oh, that is so fun. Yes. It's sort of in the vein of you who used to work at a movie theater and that is posters. true. Yes. Um, and sort of that's one of the just one of the little things I remember about you. <laughs> uh, but I got a Truman Show poster. I'm looking at this poster and I'm going, damn, Drew, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey really went hard, didn't he? <laughs> he really went hard, didn't he? He really, he really did go incredibly hard in that movie and in many other movies. And that's the, and that's the thing. Yes. Your Eternal Sunshine, your Andy Kaufman Man on the Moons, uh, you know. Even like the mask, Dumb and Dumber. Well, the like, mask he was just giving you full physicality. He's he's got the range. I also okay. Here's the thing about Jim Carrey that I feel like we don't discuss. Mm-hmm. Dreamboat, just like. Well, that's really stunning. Good. Just Canadian swoon guy. Really Canadian swoon guy. <laughs> really, when he was hot, he was hot. Absolutely. How do you feel then, about present day Jim Carrey? What does I mean, that make you feel? I mean, you know, I'm grateful for everything that he has done. Um, is how I feel. Okay. How do you feel about President Jim Carrey? I don't like looking at his art, but I'm glad that he has it for him. That's so um, true. It like is not for me, but it's not. That's none of my business. I know. I just like. I just want him to be happy. I'm glad he stopped dating Jenny McCarthy. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. But, you know, it's he's just had so many he's just had so many ups and downs. I think the beard is gone now though, which is good. I kind of like the beard. You did. Is like that bad? Beard. I don't think it's bad. I don't think oh. it's good. I, I, you know, I, that's it just the, is. It's simply just it is like yeah. like the art it simply is. It simply exists as a yes. choice. And um, you know what? I'll even throw in one more. He was good at the Grinch. <laughs> he is good. At he the was Grinch. good at the Grinch. <laughs> in this moment, when people are choosing to like surfacely uplift black voices, I am choosing to wholeheartedly, with full conviction, uplift Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Isn't um, what's her face Taylor Momsen the little girl in that movie? I you, you know I bet she is. And that movie gave me some sort of complex because I was like I wish I for a while I was like I want my nose to be like that. I thought that was a nose you could have. Oh, the girl nose, not the Grinch nose. No, the Grinch. <laughs> I don't want a nose like that. I was really like okay, <laughs> cool. If I full plastic surgery to get the Grinch nose, would you still love me? I would want you to go full Grinch. I don't think you can go like like one eighth Grinch. I think you'd have to go full like. Damn. Damn, you're not wrong. I'll think about it. Okay. Uh, Taylor Momsen is a girl, and well, I mean, Christine Baranski, of course, as Martha May Hoover. Yes. A play. Yes. <laughs> um, Matt, um, uh, oh wait, actually, does it matter? I don't know. <laughs> um, want me to say it, whatever. Well, Matt Rogers, um, 
has a song from his Christmas album um, uh, about the hottest bitch in Whoville, um, <laughs> which is like from the perspective of Martha May Hoover, but a song written by Mariah Carey, if, <laughs> if she like, wrote original song for the Grinch movie. Um, and it's something that I think about a lot. And Olivia, something that I bet you think about a lot, at least for this week, or up to five minutes before the podcast, is your icon of the week. So may I ask, who are they? Okay, so in kind of complete opposite of you, I've been sitting on, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks, and I've been sitting on this, Mm. waiting. Mm -hmm. It's just been, you know, moving around my mind because a couple weeks ago, on like a Saturday morning, I was just lying in bed and decided to watch every single uh, What's Up With That, uh, Kenan Thompson's iconic SNL sketch. Yeah. And so my icon is Kenan Thompson, who is maybe the funniest person on Alive. I think yes. just been putting in work for like decades and decades and decades. Yes, of course, of flawless work. And From literally, Gargo. Here, Gargo. <laughs> Gargo. Let's be clear. Here's the thing: every single what's I watch maybe five what's up with that's in a row, and it, it follows the exact same structure every time. And every single time, I would start like cry laughing at something he does. Um, I, in my own panic, have been rewatching Psych. Well, and sort of my journey in this quarantine um, perfection, uh, I've started rewatching episodes of Psych, mm-hmm. uh, which sort of says everything you need to know about me. Uh, and uh, I rewatched the episode where Gus reunites with his a cappella troupe. All my Psych heads <laughs> know what I'm talking about. And the remaining members of the a cappella troupe, one passed away, the other, Jaleel White. The third, Keenan Thompson. Of course. And I'll say this for myself. I need more Keenan in TV. I know it's in the works, but like he's just good. Like he's oh. perfect at sketch, but he's so funny. He's so funny. I literally I'm like, oh, he should be in movies and like yeah. he should be, you know, he should be yeah. like Will Ferrell level famous. Yes. yes. Um quick cue. He might not want it. He might not want it. Honestly, he's probably like chilling. Like, Mm -hmm. he's probably getting a fat check from SNL and like Mm -hmm. vibing. Here's a quick cue for you Mary Fuck Kill, Dulé Hill, Jaleel White, Keenan. Oh, well, obviously, Mary Dulé Hill, tap, tap, tapity, tap. (laughs) I think Fuck Keenan killed Jaleel. Olivia. Okay, I have a different answer. Which is Mary Keenan, fuck Dulé, kill yeah. Jaleel. That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. And I'd like to ask, wait, do you have anything to say about Keenan Thompson? Yeah, <laughs> I already said it. I think he's the funniest man in the world. If you haven't, you know, gone back recently. Well, speaking he's been of funny the funniest, forever. Speaking of the funniest man in the world, I'd like to shine a spotlight on the funniest woman in the world. That's right. We've been can be funny. And we've got one here today. We've got one, a, a contender, a strong contender for first funny woman for ever. For first ever funny, funny woman. woman. Um, who I'd even like to ask our fuck Mary Kill to, if I, if I can be frank. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but, let me, but let me tell you who she is. Because maybe you're listening to this podcast and you don't like reading. Or um, you don't. Or you can't read. Or you can't. And I don't really know 
what that entails, but I respect it. And so I'll usher you in with my voice. How about I do that for you? And I'll say that our guest today, I wish she was my biological mother. (laughs) If she was my biological mother, she'd have had a hard and really difficult life because she would have (laughs) had to have me very young. And she probably wouldn't be able to have her career (laughs) the way that it is today. (laughs) So So you're wishing that you had ruined her life is what you're saying. Well, I I wish there was a way that we could have both things at the same time. Um, I love this comic so much. Uh, Every time I listen to her speak, whether it's uh, doing a stand-up set or just talking, I feel like I learn 100,000 more things and my brain gets bigger, bigger, way too big. Uh, She's one of the funniest writers in the world. Um, she is an incredible performer, uh, where my Black Monday stands at. Um, she also is a brilliant stand-up comic, and I love her, and I think she's cool, and these are the things that I have to say about (laughs) Janelle James! (laughs) (laughs) What an intro! Um, thank you, I love you too, Ayo, and... (laughs) You have to be my daughter. You can be my cool niece. Okay, nice. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, because if we were sisters, it would also be like I the age want... gap would be too much. You know, we wouldn't actually be able to be quite like it'd be if one. If I of... was your mother, we wouldn't like each so other. True. It'd be some weird yeah, it'd be thing. Really hard. You know, yeah. be you, I wouldn't be me. I'd be resenting. Yeah, you no, know, it'd be like our like little like postcards from the edge sort of vibe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so let's go fun on. Let that's 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 okay. chill. Um. You guys had a question, which was fuck, Mary kill. And it's so funny because I definitely have an answer, but I'm trying to get on Keenan's new show and I'm scared to say the wrong thing. (laughs) And you know what? That's good. That's That's enough. And that's enough. But I will say. That's what we're saying. She's working. I will say that I I agree that he's one of the funniest people. Like, and so underrated. And I'm glad that you guys said that he may not want it because I don't think that's something that people understand, uh, realize or understand that everyone doesn't want to be mega famous. And there is a a real nice chill place right in the middle where where all is satisfied, your ego, Mm -hmm. your performance and the money Mm -hmm. without all the bullshit that comes with fame. So. I like that when people say that and when, when maybe people who are trying to get in the business hear yeah. that so they know that's a fucking option and not drive yourself crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like that working and making it an actual like job and career is like a pretty, it's a respectable, yeah. cool thing to do. <laughs> oh man, it's, oh, and it's, 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 you've picked the thing where it's one of the coolest ways to do it you're not middle management mm-hmm. keen is not you know an accountant he's still <laughs> no he's still a star like he he's still a star exactly so yep yeah so i won't answer that question <laughs> but i feel like you guys know i feel at least I no know. i definitely you know, know. <laughs> i definitely know i will also i also want to say with psych is good as fuck and psych is so good like it's not yes and it reminded me, I was trying to pitch a show uh, like a, a, a couple of years ago where, you know, is a detective and da, 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 and I, I wanted to say in the meetings, like, like psych, like it's a comedy mm-hmm. and it's like, and everybody, don't say psych. As if I'm like, motherfucker, that shit was on for 13 like, seasons. Yeah. Like, why is and it? had psych? like a movie and like three musical specials. No, like the, what? Who is ashamed to be The psych? fans of understand. psych were like, 
like so passionate too like that's why there was the movie and stuff like you could only hope yeah. to create something that right. people were like half as passionate about as they were about so psych into it. and also such a wide range of fans mm -hmm. too like everybody fucking like yes. psych like get out of here well it was also that, the thing you know, where except pseudo intellectuals i guess i guess but, but also who, you know. who cares sorry who cares about pseudo intellectual yeah. it's weird because it was watched <laughs> it was enjoyed the fans were passionate mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was funny but also like the mystery mm -hmm. element was good like was always it was like good. satisfying yeah. i was yeah. like what's gonna happen yeah. this week on site yeah also remember it shows you how comedy isn't respected well yeah, because remember how like a couple years into Sykes Run, The Mentalist came out, which is just serious psych. psych. Not funny. <laughs> and there are episodes of where of Psych in um the the episode where they go to British Columbia and uh to meet uh art thief Kiri Hughes, uh the Canadian detective goes, Oh, so like the mentalist? <laughs> and he goes, Well, no, not like the mentalist. Uh, I mean, kind of like the mentalist. But because he's, he's not real. And if I wasn't real, that would be crazy. Oh. Yeah. And the mentalist feels mm. definitely like, you know, overwrought. And, <laughs> and it's really fun commentary. Yeah, I mean, the show is over and there's still memes, fresh memes being used from it. That gif just... of Dule Hill sitting down in the chair and eating the popcorn. With the popcorn? Eternal. Eternal. Also, also, I don't know. I don't know what the white guy's name is, but he just came out as like Mexican or something. Like he's been James Roday has been Mexican that? the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I think that's cool too. Like in your face, already got your money. You know, <laughs> he's been Mexican the whole time and like fully identifies. I've been Mexican that. for thirteen seasons, motherfuckers. I love it. And what? Like, shout out to Dule Hill for being on TV literally for like 20 years straight, jumping yes. straight from the West really? Wing to Psych and just yes. like oh. getting those syndication checks. Oh, like, franchise to franchise. And also Black Monday. He was in my episode of Black Monday playing uh, Prince Hakeem. And he was hilarious and so fun and so nice. And so okay, fun. great. Oh, I so love it. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I really couldn't answer that question. So I'm so Thank you. No, and once <laughs> again, once okay, again. you know what? It's cool that you're like so connected that you're like, I actually can't do this because <laughs> I know these people. This is a new development. This is, this... If you had called me two years ago, I'd have been like, I want to play, uh, you know, but. I can't, I can't it's, do it. Um, also, I feel like in the vein, Olivia, of like previous episodes where we would kind of be like, oh, wait, actually, we know New York gossip that confirms <laughs> this thing. So we cannot say We can't say stuff out loud. What it is. Oh, that sucks. Ugh. Can't even gossip anymore. God, I'm oh, literally so happy point? for Dulé Hill. Sorry, just thinking about him again. <laughs> Think about Mr. I Can Fix That. Uh, yeah, you sure <laughs> can. Okay, and you know what else <laughs> you can do? We could also wanted yes, to say, please. I love. I'm just, I just, I'm just gonna comment on everything you guys talked about. <laughs> Jim Carrey is hot. I don't Thank you. I'm older now. I have my attraction to him is aged as I have aged. So mm. I still think he's hot, even weirdo, bearded, Merlin face good Jim Carrey wow. is so hot to Olivia me. dancing and Olivia feeling vindicated I just I just love to meet people who are like-minded and share my opinion what I really think it is I mean of course when he was you know I mean conventionally attractive gorgeous. he was but he's also super talented and yeah. that's what I'm attracted yeah. to I've realized that did you like, watch he's... the oh sorry I interrupted you no go ahead um go ahead. 
he is so talented both comedically and dramatically like mm-hmm, can just mm-hmm. has the range but um did you watch the documentary about the making of man on the moon it no I it looked like it would make me really uncomfortable and so i didn't watch it it seems like is- cringe in a way that i like don't Exactly. Engage with. It's the same reason you guys talked about his art and not liking that it exists. I refuse to look at it because I don't <laughs> want it to lower him in my estimation. Yeah. I refuse to read the shit about his time with Jim, Jen McCarthy and I refuse to look at his goddamn art. Like he is pristine in my mind. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's incredible. Which is a grace that women get to men All too, the time. too many times. Sure, 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 sure. For Jim Carrey, I will. He's worth it. And then I'll meet him and, I, and he'll disappoint me in some way. But whatever. <laughs> I love fantasizing about dating someone that I know will piss me off in six weeks. That's just <laughs> I think that would be a relationship where you guys would just have to keep things from each other. And not in like a secret hoarding way. Just like, I don't need to find out too much about him. He doesn't need to find out too much about me. And that's how we'll make it work. Janelle and... You know, very surface. Fuck up, fuck all those conversations is what you're saying. <laughs> this is about two beautiful people being in a relationship He's together. Out on boats, I, 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 I guess he has an easel set up on the other end of the bow, and I just never go over there. I never say, "Hey, what are you painting?" Because I don't want to know. It's gonna, it's gonna harm <laughs> our relationship. Wow. Well, I love to hear that. You know what else I love to hear, Janelle? <laughs> Yeah. Who your icon? Tell us who your icon ah. is. Uh, my icon is Grace Jones. And I mean, wow. I feel like that's Well, thank you for coming on the episode. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's, let's exactly. wrap it up. Nothing yes. needs to be said, um, you know, so Okay, so we icon and iconic. She is all that. I feel like they made up the word icon for her. Like it's just She's trying to She's it. So when when is um when was the moment? Olivia normally asks this question and she asks it with Grace. So instead here I go clunk clunk. So your your IO goes kind of like talking yeah. it back. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Uh, Janelle, we like to ask, you know, the question, when was the moment that you realized that Grace Jones was iconic? When was the moment that she sort of like clung to you as an icon? Um, I think I was maybe 12 or 13 when I saw her a video for My Jamaican Guy. And this is right around the time where I discovered MTV when MTV used to play music videos. And that was like one of the first music videos I had seen. She was like the blackest woman I had ever seen on TV. And she was just like so different that I was like, who is this? Like, I remember feeling like electrified seeing her for the first time and like doing my own research to find out who the fuck is this broad and as you know as I learn more about her like you know you have when you're a teenager you're like I'm gonna be like this person like she Mm -hmm. was the person (laughs) for me for for a long time like I had just never seen anything like her which is what I feel like everyone felt at that time Uh, not at that time because she was out previous to when I seen her, but I'm sure when she arrived, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. she's just It's like who and how and, and so so not to go yeah, so that's the answer to that question. Not, not <laughs> Keep to go going. I was gonna go on and on and on. No, I was gonna say not to skip to the end, but also I wanna and has been maintaining it. She's still great. Yeah. Like she's like what is she in her eighties now? She's in her know. early seventies um, now. Yeah. 
still still like that's she looks incredible still she like still has the attitude like right and is in a thing that i felt i'm sure a lot of people at the time thought was a character but now at 70 we see that is her you know what i mean like she's still grace jones so it's just i love it (laughs) i love her (laughs) i I don't stand many people and i stand grace jones like i'll definitely I think it's like cool to stand Grace Jones, but precisely because it's like not a character. It's mm-hmm. like because it's like, oh no, this is really she really is like this bitch. Like that yeah. is completely she dated, who she like, is. She dated like the finest motherfuckers. Just and it, she just had this persona of yeah, but it was like yeah, I'm dating these guys, but. I, who can, I'm Grace Jones. Like, don't even yeah. look at them. <laughs> that he's a purse. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. It never became her identity that she was dating somebody yeah. else or whoever she was dating at the time. So, yeah, and it, just to be as black and, and black signifying, not only black but African mm-hmm. signifying. I mean, in the '80s, in the early all the way. I mean, it's still to now, but '90s it was such a, you know as where i grew up such a it was a uh insult to say oh you're from africa yeah or you have african you know that wasn't that long ago and you know so for her to be and you know i'm from the island so at that time i still had an accent and all this thing so for her to be so fucking black jamaican angled androgynous man eater fucking top bitch she was slapping people on tv i was like god damn like that's She's the shit, you know, so she kind of got me through middle and high school, too, a little bit. Just her knowing that she exists. That rules. We had, like, uh, Sydney Washington came on and talked about Mm -hmm. Naomi Campbell, who was also somebody. She was another. I went back and forth. Yes. (laughs) I went back and forth, but but I figured somebody had already done Naomi. about, like, I mean, also, my mom's from Barbados and Janelle, like, you're from the islands and, like, you know. There's something just about like Jamaican sense of self, <laughs> shall I say? <laughs> but just like that Jamaican attitude of like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I feel like not that black. Of course, Black Americans have hard lives, but we have a hard life in different way, in a different way that kind of molds us mm-hmm. into like warriors. Kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, I've. I, people laugh at me because I say it so many times but I've been working like physically since I was like 14 yeah. and that's most people from the islands you know what I mean so I remember being like, 13 and my mom being like so when are you gonna get a job I get allowance isn't that what happens I was like no I mean yeah so even now people are like how old are you because I've had so many jobs I've had so mm-hmm. many ex- life experiences and I think with that and then to come out of that and then to become something while being yourself and that self is something that's so different and stands out and is like hated at the mm-hmm. time when she came out is is amazing. Amazing. Nobody can say anything about Grace Jones. Nobody. <laughs> it came out. And and then and that is the to get the accent to come out feels like the championship of the whole <laughs> of the whole episode. <laughs> Like she can't, it's it's never been a get rid of her movement, anything, even though she was highly sexual. Like yeah. you just can't. No, it's, get the fuck out it of feels it. similar to Naomi Campbell where it's like, 
you maybe like could like she and all those boyfriends were always like fighting physically in public which mm-hmm. will come up in a later segment but like Naomi Campbell is the original diva yeah mm. a black diva who could just slap people and nobody and she still gets to exist mm-hmm. white women been doing that forever. yeah you it's know? like there is something of like a certain kind of person you're like no 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 that's just who she is like that's just yeah. we're just going to like that's it like naomi can't i heard naomi campbell is a bitch and everybody's like yes (laughs) (laughs) she's a oh she's mean everybody yes like she's like we love it it. hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's, that's power. Grace Jones is so interesting to me too because like I, you know, in preparation for this I watched like a few interview clips of hers and like there's this uh, clip of her on The Tonight Show when Joan Rivers' sort of icon of kindness um, and personality uh, is, is like the guest host and interviews her. And it's so fascinating because Grace Jones is obviously very striking and intense mm-hmm. and not willing to change herself, but she does also have this like charm and this like beauty to her and this like effortlessness. But you know, yeah. In some ways, people were trying to treat her like she was a spectacle and trying to treat her yep. because she looked a little bit differently and not like Eurocentric or demure like people, I think, might have wanted mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. women to be at that time. And I'm saying at that time, but honestly, all the time. And it's so just interesting to me how deftly she's able to handle people's like gaze on her. And how she's going to be like, whatever you think of me, you think of me. That's a reflection on you, not me. Like, (laughs) I'm a boss. And it's, it's, that Mm -hmm. makes me think because I feel like that's something I used to have and it's gone away Mm. as I've gotten older and I'm trying to get it back. But I feel like the gaze that, you know, not that I'm a celebrity, but people who are in the public eye, the gaze that is on us now is so different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I've kind of retreated from even being myself because I don't, I, I, although Grace Jones had to hear people's opinions and write-ups about her, it's not like individual motherfuckers in Mississippi. Yeah, people weren't like <laughs> you know, tweeting at Grace Jones right. being like, you exactly. angler ass bitch or whatever. Like Exactly. <laughs> And so it makes me upset that the internet has kind of made me retreat into myself a little bit. Um, and so that means maybe I should get off. But uh, that's, I forgot the point <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> I do think like similar to Naomi again, just like there is something about like, because, you know, I was I was reading this thing and she was like, oh, I have like six siblings like you had to just kind of like fight to be heard Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. there's something about like her whole demeanor where it's like this is not this is like who you are but this is also like how you like become grace like capital grace jones like i don't think she would have she's like stunning and striking of course but like 
the whole career comes with like the personality mm. like in addition to like the talent or whatever but like there it feels like part of the reason she's like such an icon is that there's so much like myth around her and so much of like an aura around her that feels like um she had she just like had to be like that she came she became famous in a time where you could have myth and mystery and everybody doesn't want to know every move you make nobody's seen you go to starbucks in your pajamas and shit (laughs) So she, you're able to have a character 24-7 because you are able to plan when you are going to be seen. Mm-hmm. Now that everybody has a fucking phone and, again, the internet, it's just, it's not... Uh, yeah, it, it's like, it's not we same. couldn't have, like, a... Not as We fun. couldn't have, like, a Grace Jones <laughs> now, it feels like. Someone who, like... Well, I guess the next one would, was trying to be, like, uh, Lady Gaga, who is uh, definitely... Who Grace Jones does not like... <laughs> Grace Jones is like, I mean, this bitch has tried to work with me so many times and she's just like, it's not. She Grace Jones herself is like, all of these girls, it doesn't feel authentic. It's not mm-hmm. like them styling themselves. It's not them doing the work. It's like they're trying right, too right. hard to yes. do what Grace mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. automatically. Yes, and they're also trying to like bring back an era of something. Yeah. It's like, do something new, mm. make it authentic, like actually be like... Right. I don't know. Yeah. And Grace Jones, I will say that's one way I'm like her in that try hard really turns me off. (laughs) It makes me sick to my stomach and I don't like people like that who are just, if I can see the pursuit of fame, I hate you. If I can see you bending in a way or becoming someone, I hate it. I just, I can't stand inauthenticity. It makes me uh, not trust you. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think also just the idea of like, if there were to be a new Grace Jones, this is my, this is IO's take. We, we, <laughs> we can throw it and, and agree or disagree. But I do think that they would have to also be like an activist at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it would be hard for me to imagine that. Person. What are you trying to say? What is your message? Yeah, that type of yeah. shit, you know? Instead of just existing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like Greta yeah. Thunberg is the new Grace Jones. Oh Lord! <laughs> Greta Thunberg, the little climate change girl. The like little baby. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, Greta Thunberg. Ugh, like... don't say that. My mouth tastes. I gotta take a sip of water. <laughs> apologies, apologies to I Greta. Did. Apologies to Grace. Apologies to the listeners. So, how dare Janelle? You said that you got you like saw her. Um, uh, like on MTV and in music videos. Mm-hmm. Were you like a fan of mm-hmm. her music? Well, you know, uh, the hits. Mm-hmm. The My Jamaica Guy, the Pull Up I to mean, My pull Bumper. I mean, Pull Up to My Pull Up to Bumper is iconic. It's so and good. Also, my yeah. mom would sometimes be like, Pull Up to the Bumper. And I'd be like, What are you talking about? Why are you And then I learned. Yeah, she had a song on the Boomerang soundtrack. I can't remember what that that one was, but I did like that. I watched that. Boomerang for the first but time with you. That is, I totally forgot about that. That is true. I watched that for the first time. And for you to see Eddie Murphy, who is like your grandfather's age, have sex. I'm so sorry I put you through that. Um, <laughs> your dad's age. But you were just like, he's so old. Do you remember? 
Yeah, because I guess Halle Berry was his love interest. And she was very she young. She was in the movie. so young, and it looked like can yeah. I say like pre nose job? Like I was shocked. It was also yeah, it was definitely it, it was pre nose job yes. and a situation where she was like second lead. Like she was like ugly in the yes. movie, and so yes, they were like you can't. That be was lead. why I was saying job. that he was old. Teen. Not not because of his age. I was just like, oh, if if it's this. I mean, no, I mean, I definitely looked at the movie in a different light after watching it. With but yes. <laughs> and also my like young, like, you know, uh, s- socially aware eyes. I was like, things about this are unethical. <laughs> <laughs> She's exactly. a baby. <laughs> so um, Slaves to the Rhythm was, was, was hot. But also, you know, I was young when she was like deep in right. her music groove. Like the club, the club era and all that stuff. I was, yeah, you know, you I wasn't in clubs no. then. Yeah, so... Yeah, but um, definitely more about, again, like her myth and her presence than, not more, but equally mm-hmm. as her mm-hmm. music. I um, went through a period where I was like, like a couple of years ago where I was like really obsessed with Studio 54 because it was just like, uh, it was just like a doomed proposition from the start. And But mm-hmm. like the people who went there, like Grace Jones, were just like, they were all like, oh, you had the time of your life yeah. when you were at I Studio 54. frequently say that I was born in the wrong era. I, I also went through a Studio 54 fixation <laughs> phase where I was just like, if I was in the 70s, <laughs> you know, I would, I mean, anyone I say, who truly knows me and I even start that sentence, they say you would be dead because I would have oh, been uh, queen of excess. Oh, oh my God. Do we all agree that I, I would so definitely be dead? I would be somebody's <laughs> girlfriend and it would be like, and we have no idea where the girlfriend went after this. No, I think I think I would have I don't think I would die, but I do think I would have like OD'd after spending a night with Liza Minnelli at Studio 54. Well, and my I parents would be like come home now and I'd be like okay. Your would have been would be that you I mean, lived to tell the tale and then Yeah, you exactly. About it. Yeah. Like, you know. I was there. I came close to death. Uh-huh. Sarah Schulman Whether I actually died or I just fried my brain. Exactly. Oh. Wandering listlessly in a robe. I am my brain would be so cooked if I had lived through like <laughs> Studio 54 era. like it just absolutely destroyed. Like, wrapped in furs in like a documentary um like about studio 54 and i would just be like like little shriveled like you know the old lady in spongebob yes spongebob's mom yeah so like that but wrapped in furs with big sunglasses and then there'd be like moments in the documentary where they just used me as transition because the rest of my interview was so unusable. No, I would want them to like I would I would want them to show like a gorgeous, stunning photo of me at Studio Fifty Four with like the lights like flashing in the background. I'm wearing the most gorgeous outfit and then like transition to me and my furs like all wrinkled, being like, It was the best time of my life. That's <laughs> what you want a memory. My flashback scene is me on roller skates in the wow. club. I have on a bathing suit top. I pulled both sides of it to the side so my breasts are free. I'm just spinning <laughs> in a circle with my titties out. And then you flash the present day. My titties are still out, but I'm just open. <laughs> Behind me is my skates that I have had. Mine would be you know, like... Dipped in gold. 
Mine would be like a flashback of me like railing lines on uh, I'm riding a horse. I'm riding a horse through the club full speed and I'm going back and forth trying to rail as many lines as possible. Then we cut to me in my house, absolutely shivering, facing away, like like he- like face parallel to camera and you see a mounted horse head in the background of my <laughs> <laughs> what do you want a memory i've got a thousand you know something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh boy those were the days those were the days that none of us were there. <laughs> that we have never experienced and none of us will we ever have experience ever again do you think after quarantine okay i've been having this sort of back and forth in my mind do you think after quarantine we will enter of like a space of excess or one of retreat. Okay, I've been thinking about this a lot too and I truly don't know. I can't tell cuz I do know that I will want a party, but I also think that I am like too smart to be just like ah! so like yes. I do do I don't know. I know. What do you think? I do think that there will be an excess, but it won't be for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think because things are going to get bad before they get i unfortunately i hate to say this like this literally hurts my heart olivia i don't think the excess will be for us i think it will be for our children (sighs) because Mm. so i'll be dead i won't be studio 54 or the fucking after quarantine celebration you'll be there you'll just literally be a hundred and everyone will be like (laughs) she's gonna die here right both titties out both titties out I think I'd... it's gonna be like because okay, I read this that Vice article that everybody else read of the guy who like in 2012 predicted that the yeah. collapse was gonna be 2020, and we run in a cycle of 50 years. So if we're this, if we're the 60s, right, then it's gonna be like 70s, 80s. So that's like not really us. <sighs> I'm so yeah. pissed that my kids are gonna be titties out at the club. I'm not happy. I'm not. But happy. also, you know, like they are gonna have to deal with like. You know the actual collapse of you know earth the probably earth? so yeah. like well, so it's like you know what even better yeah exactly it's like you know what actually you deserve to like go do as much cocaine as you yeah, want to party scene from the matrix too yeah. everyone's just wearing leather and writhing on each other i guess i don't know i have no idea but it's um that sucks that I'm gonna miss both of them. <laughs> right, I mean, it's I like born at the mind. absolute wrong time. It's, it's like I missed, time. I missed the '70s and, and the, was the 2040s, Earth, 2000s, which was excessive in its own way. Well, like oh, I, sorry, I came up during the the. Uh, no, I was saying I, my party era was in the early 2000s, which was excessive in its mm-hmm. own way. Like I came up through the bottle popping era. Oh wow, <laughs> that was my, club, you know. <laughs> The, 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 you know the vip and the bottle girls and the puff daddies so we had first we had first that's the thing i feel like this is the this f- is the furless <laughs> generation Here's, yeah i was gonna say iowa and i have never had furs except like ironically on like skinny white girls who live in bushwick which is like mm-hmm. annoying i know annoying what's the point right and we don't have any handed down first i feel like, like the- there are going to be well, rich people right now are definitely already have like definitely having parties. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they're living a totally different experience than we. I are. saw some video of all these like TikTok kids having like a big party at one of their like TikTok mansions, and I got so pissed. I got so pissed at those kids who are still playing beer pong. It's like why? 
Why? I feel like one of the worst parts of this pandemic is the people who are doing what they're supposed to do is having to watch the people who are still living as if nothing is going on. It makes you feel crazy. You're like, what the fuck? Why have I been in the house for four months? Like, who am I sacrificing for if you're being annoying? Wait, what do you guys think Grace Jones is doing in quarantine? Grace is in a farmhouse in Greenland. I think she lives in France or specifically Paris now, maybe. Right, yeah. but I feel like she's left. She's flown. She's flew, flown to the country, uh-huh. the countryside, and she has her lover, whoever that is at this at this time, um, and two sheep dogs. Love. And she two sheep dogs, no sheep. Has of course not. No sheep. Ew. Just to come out, just to come out, go to the edge of the cliff and stand side by side, like in the mm-hmm. morning, like that kind of sheep dog uh, vibe. And she has horses. She does that. Not the not to take care of them, just the walking next to them strikingly, and um, yeah, she's just kind of waiting it out. I think maybe she has an in studio in you know she's doing some music work while she's there. I just I don't think I think she's like hiding out. She is seventy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And she it, she reminds me of Tina Turner, who like moved to a castle. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> Tina Turner doesn't she live in like a in Switzerland or something yeah, with like yeah, her very wealthy husband, yes. like huge that's what i see and want for for grace Mm. that's what i'm hope i hope she's doing Mm. i gotta manifest that for myself (laughs) yes i might as well um well you know she wasn't just a musician she was also an actor and we referenced her role in boomerang which definitely left something on my psyche i don't know if (laughs) for the better for the worse uh but she also was known for her i mean screen presence and her acting roles anybody watch conan the destroyer anybody watch uh james bond i of course have never seen a james bond movie so of course course. one of the facts of this podcast is that i've never seen a james bond and kind of refused to Hmm. so no is the answer to that question because i want to say i want to be like what but on the other hand i'm like you're yeah right i don't feel like i'm missing that much Maybe just watch Grace Jones's appearance on YouTube. Oh yeah, I feel like it was like the James Bond movies, like especially the older ones, were always something that like if I was if I was like at a cousin's house or you know like all the adults were in one room and they just sent us all off to another room and then like on I don't know TNT or like Spike there would be. A James Bond, James yeah. Bond. in between commercials, like that, or Baywatch, and I'd be like, in yeah, between I I... commercials, <laughs> I'd be like, I guess I have watched this at some point. I mean, also, you could also look up one of the very early one with ones with Roger Moore and just marvel at how racist they are. <laughs> like I hadn't, I hadn't seen the original James Bond until like a couple of years ago, and I went into it knowing they would be racist but was still shocked like open mouth shocked at how, at how racist. racist they are so it's yeah so it's interesting to watch them in that way like this is what was allowed on television it's just it's very shocking yeah <laughs> just blatant racism yeah just there like I, I like i said i went in like oh this ship is about to be some bullshit <laughs> and i was shocked <laughs> And just yeah, the misogyny. I mean, you know his whole and and then the fact that he's not hot at all is also yeah, just no, it's, so upsetting. It's, it's rude. So upsetting. Well, also that pulling like these, 
explicit galores and such. It's it's no, it's it's anyway. bad writing as well, which is yeah. sort of the painful part. Yeah. Is that well, the writing could at least be kind of good. And no, right. So wait, name is Pussy what Galore. are the what are the good James Bonds? I think is that Sean Connery ones. or the new ones? I mean, I like the with the ugly face guy, the newer ones. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Those are just more he is action face, movies. Olivia. Than... I, like that face. <laughs> I, to, I think people face, think he's hot. I don't know. I, I think he looks like a man, but like. Huh. Okay. He looks like he walked through a fire. <laughs> but anyway. Um, what? Okay. Well, all the Twin Peaks firewalk with me, fans. You know what it is. Rise up. Rise up. <laughs> and, and take Daniel Craig as your own. Dude. When they announced Daniel Craig is a new James Bond, people lost their mind. James Bond is supposed to be handsome. Da, da, da. I mean, Roger Moore was not the, if anything, he's the most handsome, even with an ugly face. It's so mm. weird. He at least has presence. Yeah. The other ones were just, who, there was another one in the, in between. Like, I can't even remember him. He's so unremarkable. Not but, Pierce Brosnan, um, not Sean Connery. Pierce um, Brosnan. Timothy, Timothy Dalton? Oh, isn't he the one people Pierce don't Dalton. like? Timothy Dalton. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I have no uh, attachment to this. Yeah. <laughs> to any of, of course. But no, Pierce Brosnan was supposed to be, like, the handsome yes. Bond. Speaking and of Halle Berry, fine. she's mm-hmm. a Bond girl in yeah. one of his movies. I know that. But the fact that this guy could pull Halle Berry at her <laughs> peak. Get the fuck Pierce out of here. Pierce Brosnan like, is just, hot. Pierce Brosnan is hot. Pulling Holly Berry hot. He's not. He's hot for an older white man. Okay, wait. Am I wrong? Do they fuck on a bed of diamonds in that movie? Isn't that one of the I things? Think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think he's that hot. Is you know? Like Halle Berry on a bed of diamonds. No, because that would hurt. You yeah, know? Well, sure, but like, not many people are hot. Who's hot enough to fuck Halle Berry on a bed of diamonds? There's plenty. Okay, wait. This is a good question. But who's also like an actor? Cause like, I know. Because, like, okay, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just setting out the rules of the game. Okay. No, no, I'm setting out the rules of the game. Who's also an actor? Uh, I was going to say, hmm. Um, I mean, okay, go. No one. <laughs> 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 Anybody? Okay, okay, maybe I'll say this. Okay, let me know. Let me know. Morris Chestnut in his prime, maybe. He doesn't give me better Even diamonds, my head, though. I said it. I and think I it's my head like, when I said I'm lying. Yeah, is it like it's a very and that's why it's always controversial when they when they uh, whoever they cast as Bond because you got to only not only be handsome but have the vibe of someone who can fuck somebody on a better. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> How do we feel about like Winston Duke? Winston. Duke. I think, um, who is I don't know. No, I actually think of hard no. Because I just think he has to be, no. like, big, you know? Olivia. This is just, like, my thing. Yeah, this I don't... is, like, your fantasy. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, like... <laughs> Listen, no, I just think... Olivia's like, what if Winston Duke's fucking on a bed of diamonds? Do you guys think he'd be... on a bed of diamonds? Yeah, Yeah. So. so just kind of opening <laughs> that up to the world, um, if Winston Duke wants to fuck me on a bed of diamonds, I mean, that yeah, could I'm... happen. Okay, sure. What's his name from, um, no, that's not it. Because it's not like, it's not like Denzel either. It's like, <sighs> And this no. is also like a My timeless suit. answer. Okay, see, like, I wish that Henry Golding was like a slightly better actor. Mm. 
But even he, I don't know if he's bad of diamonds. If we beefed him up. <laughs> oh, so now he has to be beefy. So now he has to be beefy. He's not even beefy. I'm just saying like we gave him, we give him, if, if you're casting somebody in a Marvel movie, they go on the Marvel diet. So sure. if we put Henry Golding on the James Bond diet, maybe. Let me Google this guy. Henry Golding? Yeah, he was, in, he was the one in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so I'd have to see him act because I, I didn't see that movie you gotta be suave you know what i mean you do you guys watch the good wife i noticed you guys said christine baranski earlier. i've watched episodes you guys see ah uh, you you wouldn't know but there's a there's a guy on there that i anyway this is going off the rails the point is <laughs> no this is the tone of the podcast it's mostly us just like thinking and thinking ourselves into horniness i've been backing out of it and pretending it's <laughs> no, well, this and is, going back into horniness this is my kind of show oh, then okay horse. so i mean pierce, pierce brosnan is hot it's just who's the guy can you describe him i just he has a really deep voice is he, um okay uh god what is his name i have a pic he's on my screen right now and i can't figure out who he is uh my mom mom. oh his name is jeffrey dean morgan (laughs) wait okay hold on janelle wait a minute what What? that reveal (laughs) what I don't know if Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Well, maybe. It's and it's about it's less about how he looks and how he acts. The characters he does gives me. I can pull Halle Berry and fuck her on a bed of diamonds. It's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, while hot, is kind of soft in a way. He's not giving me better diamonds. Like I said, he's giving me thousand count thread sheet. Mm-hmm. He's giving me balcony bed with like drapery around it. 90s He's 90s sort of like yes pillowy yeah uh-huh, love scene that's suggested yes of course eye contact mm-hmm. <laughs> i do you have some have you named your person who you think could do it well i, I said i said maybe tay diggs in his prime you said morris chestnut in his prime hey, i did and that was my second i would do tay diggs is i don't know if that's it so anyway all we proved that, that is that it's really hard that's to true be well, this is the thing about being a woman, right? You have to be Halle Berry and you could be a, a stub of a toe. Here's the thing is that Grace Jones exactly. could fuck Halle Berry on the bed of diamonds. Bed of diamonds. And, we'd all say, yes. and we'd all say, yes, of course, that's yeah, exactly no, what should be happening here. Easily. There's no male Grace, Grace Jones. No. no. Man with that energy. And not that there isn't any men with that energy, but they don't become actors. <laughs> right. You get You turn into like David Bowie or like Prince or something exactly. like that. Damn, why aren't male actors, like, fun? You know? Who's fun? That's a male actor? Yeah. Or, like, interesting, or, like, I mean, dresses in an interesting way. Like, like Clooney thinks that he's fun. No, not that kind of fun. Not on-set pranks fun. I'm talking about, like... To watch? To watch, like, that, like, wear interesting clothes or, like, say... It. Oh, it's Ezra Miller. Who's <laughs> the guy from, uh... Um... Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Sam Rockwell? I think he's interesting. He's got something. 
Yeah. He's definitely like he, odd. I just That's okay, so maybe less interesting <laughs> because I feel like I loved him so much in his early career and then as he got more successful I went, What's going happening? I don't like this for you. Ah, I don't know what he's done lately that the, uh I just know him Yeah. Early on. I only know early on. Three Sam. billboards. That's Sam. Oh, I forgot. Last fun, yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing, you just forget. I feel like my last fun Sam Rockwell movie is Moon. Mm, yeah. He's and fun then, in The Way Way Back, which is a movie I saw in theaters for some reason. That is not very good, but he's funny in it. So That's mm. why you saw it, Olivia, because you are yourself. Yeah, oh, sure. Yes, that's true, actually. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brad Pitt is very, real, pretty fun still. He chooses like fun roles. That's still, true. Doesn't seem to take himself seriously, even though he could. Brad Pitt is our last fun. Yeah, Emmy nominated yeah. for playing Doctor Anthony Fauci. Slay King. Slay King. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. resistance. Yeah. Like Hashtag the, one the, the five minutes on SNL can get you an Emmy nomination. <laughs> the fucking glow about this dude for much of his career he could have he has every excuse to be a gigantic asshole and i've never heard anything bad about him I know. other than his you know brad pitt come Je- on the pod we have nothing bad to say about you <laughs> <laughs> who would brad pitt pick probably like it would either be like somebody who he's friends with or like some random indian director i think it would be like some weird musician Mm. I think it'd be like he'd be like, oh, he'd be like Beck. <laughs> no, you, you know what randomly popped into my mind? I was like, Brad Pitt would pick India Ari. I don't know why. That's just what I thought. Brad Pitt loves black people. We yeah, know that's what I'm saying. We know this. Wait, wait, what are we saying? Pick in what way? If he if, if, on the pod. Oh, as his icon. Yeah. No, he'd probably disappoint us by choosing somebody from the Rat Pack or oh. some corny bullshit. He'd be like Sinatra. <laughs> He'd be like, My icon is Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> We'd be like, okay, Kang, go <laughs> off. Slaking. Sure. Thank you, you Doctor. Whatever. I'd rather that. I'd rather that than what I think he would say. <laughs> Dare you? My friend George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Be funny to pick your famous friend as an icon. It's so stupid. <laughs> Like when we were doing oceans. Wah, 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 wah. Olivia, let's do an episode where I pick you and you pick me. <laughs> We'd have to get a third party or else we'd just be talking about ourselves for an hour. I could talk about you for an hour, Olivia. I could talk about you for an hour, but I don't know if people want to listen to that. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I know what also, they... Oh, sorry, Janelle, go. Um, no, I was going to say, uh, back to Grace Jones, I... It uh frequently just pull up pictures of her and Dolph Ludren just to look that at. Gonna, we were gonna so talk. Long. That was what I was gonna talk about. Well, this is a good segue into People's Court. Bang bang on the gavel. Hello. And if you thought my ham-fisted segue wasn't going anywhere but that, you're wrong. <laughs> Olivia, talk to us about People's Court. Okay, People's Court is when I hack into EBSCO host via a middle school somewhere in these 50 United States that has their password public um, and find an old magazine article, journal article, newspaper article about 
the icon in question. Um, today, you know, Grace Jones been in people back like from the 70s like we have she has been in these pages forever um and so part of why Dolph Lundgren is famous is because he dated Grace Jones and like that's how he got his role in Rocky and so we have this article from 1985 December 1985 um talking about their like kind of psychotic relationship And they're talking about being at a club. So they describe, okay, so they describe Grace Jones as Amazonian and Dolph Lundgren as her six, five and a half Viking lover taking to the dance floor. (laughs) And they say, uh, they start fighting on the dance floor and Dolph, 26, finished by ripping off Grace's trademark hood, which sent her to the showers, the ladies room actually, and gave him the decision on a TKO. So what did it all mean? It was just a scene, says the 32-year-old singer slash actress, who adds that such quasi-violent horseplay is commonplace in their lives. We were, we were pulling our punches. Mm. We're very, we're both very physical. Oh. We fight about a lot of things, like going to bed early. I like going to bed late. He likes going to bed early. And we make love passionately as we fight. Okay, this woman is 32 years old I, with her I, I just, 26-year-old BF fighting in the club. I have slid out of And then going to, the like, floor. fuck it off. Wow. That's, like, her whole energy. And then it goes on to say, like, this scene is why Sly Stallone was like, this is the guy. And that Dolph Lundgren was just, like, a security guard and, like, a martial arts instructor before. And, like, he and Grace met and she started bringing him around. And they were like, this is it. This is the dude. Psycho. I love it. That's just my type of dysfunction. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Like fighting i mean to this day i've had (laughs) now i'm gonna say too much about myself but i have found out especially in quarantine now that i've had things time to think about things i've had boyfriends tell me that i always want to have sex at the wrong time (laughs) i will be i will be mid-fight and say do you want to fuck like i just i like it i like the whole fake tussle that you do when you're in the in the beginning of a a relationship where you like play wrestle (laughs) I'm sure I saw it in, in, in 80s movies <laughs> and that's what I think you know romance is but I love the idea of that like oh we fake fight we just start shit yeah I have my best performances when I have a text fight right before I go on stage like I just I am addicted to that type of drama and that it's not good but I'm sure the sex was amazing <laughs> oh yeah it's it seems very obvious that um Grace Jones doesn't like take up with men who are bad in bed like at yes. all it's just like why, why would she why ever would... do that why exactly the for the for the honor of climbing on me grace jones you better fucking bring it like come on listen she wants what she wants and she's gonna get it and that's what i've always liked about her mm. she just she just she just is. She just is. And you know, I, I try it at smaller doses. <laughs> it seems like so much work. It seems like so much work to like commit full time to that lifestyle. Like yourself, like no, uh, just to, to just fullest. to like no, 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 <laughs> just to the idea of like. I agree with you all. I agree with me. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. You gotta like sometimes you gotta concede and you gotta be like, you know what, uh, fine. But do you, or can you just be Grace Jones? <sighs> do you have to concede? You know, 
I don't know if I'm like hot enough to be like like I think so like you know I, if my face were more angular viewers, but that's what I'm saying a Grace Jones would not say am I hot enough a Grace Jones would say I am hot you know like you just are damn it's not even a wonder this, okay this is reminding me of shout out ready for this articles of um, <laughs> a piece by Jasmine Hughes that was about like learning how to braid her own hair and in quarantine and how mm -hmm. she was somebody and i just like identified with the section a lot who basically taught herself to like devalue physical experience because she wanted to like value her mind and like being an intellectual more and she was like well girls who braid their own hair dedicate time to weaves and like looking hot all the time are, are more rapid and and i'm not interested in being that type of person and why not both olivia i pause it to yeah. you you're right. Why not both? Why I'm not, not both? I don't pause that to myself because I, I know why because I'm lazy. <laughs> but I pause it. Hello. All, I will say I got to go look that up because I feel like that's what I did when I got into comedy. Like when I first started comedy, I would dress up more. I would dress more mm -hmm. feminine because that's really who I am or at least who I was at that time. And because I wanted to be seen as a comedian and not as a female comedian, yes. I, I stopped doing everything. Yeah. And then once you stop, you realize how much work it is, and then you become lazy. Yes. He's 100%. I, it's so much work to be beautiful all the time. It really is. And if that's not the focus of your career, that's why you can't compare yourself to Instagram girls. Like, their job yeah. is to look like that. Even, like, actors They're not looking stuff. like that. Like... Yeah, but they're not... But he, he, at least actors act as well. Right. Yeah, the like Instagram people, their sole focus is looking good. Like you cannot. Mm -hmm. No, your whole job is to have one pore, and the pore is your exactly. mouth. And <laughs> everything else is closed. Has a film of skin over it. Or even just like like the the after the like editing of the photo, like just like mm -hmm. all of it, just. I can't even be bothered to learn filters. Like I cannot. Yeah. I'm like no. the day I feel like my skin isn't good enough to post, I'll just stop. Posting. I cannot even. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like it's such a hole to fall down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just don't even. even. Doing I'm my like, hair. Eva, I'm gonna catch good light. Like when I try to follow Everything. one of those Instagram girls' hair, and you know, it's like, oh, that's why yeah. you have time lapses because this is taking me seven hours forever to exactly. try to get my hair like fluffy in a way that it's not going to be because like my mother isn't from Sweden. Like, I <laughs> right. Right, and at this point, if it's not hitting me monetarily, then I don't. It's just want not it. gonna hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to spend the time. They are getting paid to look good, and that's why it's okay to spend that many hours doing yes. it. But if it's not affect, I mean, I'm sure we're still in the internet in the entertainment industry. I know I can become a workout fiend and get a whole other level of money by being more attractive. But I'm too lazy, like you said. I don't. I, I have no interest anymore at this at this point. Now, once you you get a team and all of that shit then sure why not who don't want to be beautiful all the time but by myself fuck that that's you know that's that's the lesson of so much hot kumail he got that marvel team behind him got jacked yeah that's good for him and that and that money motivation yeah. i like i mean i started saying on my self tapes like as before i slate like hey i'll lose weight for this role but i won't lose it before i get it <laughs> Tell me I got it, I'll lose it. But I'm not going to be walking around starving for no reason. You fucking crazy? <laughs> anyway. I vote yes on this. And I vote yes on playing a little game. One that we played earlier. Except we're going to do this one with a little twist. Yep, it's time for your old favorite 
fuck, Mary kill. But this time, instead of doing it with people, we're going to do it with moments of Grace Jones's life and personality and public persona. So we're going to gather these moments and we're going to play a little game. How's that sound, Janelle? Sure. Perfect answer. I mean, I mean, yay! Right, yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our three moments to fuck, to marry, to kill. Okay. <laughs> I guess I will start picking. I'm gonna say number one. I'm gonna say like the influence. How about that? Mm-hmm. Which may already, you know, give us an answer that we've got. But um, just like the influence, like she basically every single person who is like cool. No, every pop her. girl, like for the last 40, 30, 40 years yeah. has like, been from trying to do. to like Solange. Yeah. Oh, my God. For sure. And everyone in the middle, yeah. Yeah. like your lords, your Nile Rogers, Robin, your like, yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga, duh. Lady Gaga, duh. Katy Perry, like, mm-hmm. they all want what she has. Okay, that's one. And it's also not even. It's like it's just like she said. It's not even that they're uh, mimicking or taking her style. Their style yeah. is on. Yeah. J- Grace Jones dressed herself. Yeah. She was her own, right. <laughs> you know. She came up with the well, style. Well, because every single fashion house was like, "Please, can you? Yeah, wear our shit. Please? Yeah." But she also not only wore it, but wore it in a way that they probably didn't mm-hmm. anticipate, which made mm-hmm. it cool. Okay, so influence. Um, I'll say just for fun, like, like uh, the high days of disco, like. Mm. Studio 54, making a scene at the club, mm-hmm. like all of that mm-hmm. kind of wrapped up. Okay. And then I'm going to just say like, sort of working in the abstracts here. Um, I'm going to say... Is it like personality? Is it like That's you know? What I was thinking. Yeah, like, like sort of not different. even like wearing a mask, just like being who you mm-hmm. are, absolutely mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. How does okay. It, okay. Influence, personality, disco, Olivia. Yes. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay, I am going to marry personality, um, which is I think at times going to sometimes be a rocky ride, but uh-huh. ultimately like like b- rewarding mm-hmm. and like kind of a like a no secrets kind of thing like mm-hmm. good uh i'm going to fuck disco just like one crazy night of passion and mayhem and whatever and i'm gonna kill influence because those girls those other girls who cares io i am going to marry the influence because you know me I love power. I love progeny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck the personality, just because I think that would just be like, just we just get in there, we get out, <laughs> both just uh, have a good time, real straightforward. Everybody's coming, then we leave. Um, and unfortunately, that means I'm going to have to kill Disco. Um, I just want to make sure I don't go too hard and pass away. That's okay. That's totally okay. Janelle, to close. Yes. What are you going to fuck Mary Kill? I 
I am going to fuck influence because I too like mm-hmm. power and the fact that there's nobody else like her. Anytime, it's the same with comedy. Anytime someone can mimic you, that means you're the thing. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing something and people are like, that's Grace Jones, you doing Chris Rock, you doing, th- that's influence. Yeah. And that's so powerful and, and hot to me. So fuck influence. I'm going to marry personality, uh, same um, as what she said, you know, it's going to be, like she said, a rocky road, but I just think I will won't be bored, mm-hmm. which is the death of me. Mm-hmm. That's death to me. It's being yes. bored. <laughs> and uh, kill, what's, kill the, what's the last one? Kill Disco oh, on Forge. Well, last days. I didn't kill it. Video <laughs> killed the radio. Oh, and and you know, kill Disco. <laughs> only to be reborn mm-hmm. as something else like grace jones grace jones did when disco died she came back out i love it so much all right well before Re-emerged. before we um have our verdict do we want to say any last words on grace jones olivia would you like to start um yeah i was um doing my research and uh, like I think like five years ago, she headlined Afropunk, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Titties Out at Afropunk in 2015 when yeah. she was like 67 or something. And, you know, if that's not iconic, then I don't know what is. Like, just like to be like still kind of surprising and interesting when people would forgive you for not being that at like when when you get older I think is again a testament to the fact that this is just like who she is and like it's not a game it's not a character it's like this is her personality mm-hmm. and like that to me is kind of iconic yeah I will say and I like Madonna and I and I, I've been to a lot of her concerts and stuff but I think it's um interesting that people always tell Madonna to sit down nobody ever mm-hmm. tells Grace Jones to go away and it's because we kind of feel even though she's done it well madonna is a a that I, I don't know what the word but a she pieced together different personalities to make mm-hmm. hers she's not right she is you know what i mean and the the the, the personality she is now on twitter is really who she is which is unfortunate <laughs> she, she should uh not let us see that but anyway um <laughs> well this is the problem but, with when people who thrived on mystery and so are suddenly revealed to be incredibly unmysterious like, oh, and insane. They're exactly. So icon mm-hmm. is the point. Aya? Um I just think one of the things that I think about with Grace Jones when she first comes to mind is so many of like these iconic images mm-hmm. that she's also been a part of, and a lot of them were photographed by her now ex Jean Paul Good. Um, mm-hmm. How sexy is that name? I don't even care what he looks like. There's just another so People article that I didn't use where they talk about their fights, and it is like bloody, like literally bloody. Yes, but they were together for a long ass time. A really long time, and um, the father of Grace Jones's son. Um, who's also like, can I say it? Hot, duh. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the thing about her too. She didn't. It's not even like she bopped around, which isn't ba- a bad thing. But she managed to have long term mm-hmm. hot relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, 
uh, she's had lovers, if I may, if I may <laughs> say so. You did. Lovers. So, hey, who's going to fault you? Not me. That's the dream. Um, but yeah, she, like those images just, I think, are so ingrained in like what also just like a, a time felt like and looked like. And she set so much of the aesthetic tone of, I think, like late 70s and 80s and things that are even like still copied today definitely some of those photographs are unfortunate i think and there's clearly like a um a french man's gaze on a black mm-hmm. woman um which uh comme on dit en raciste uh, but uh yes uh really uh scary uh and uh, very much a white man being like ooh black woman uh, um but um you know she just did set so much of like a tone and literally i think is also part of the reason why he is seen as an iconic photographer yeah <laughs> oh for sure Grace Jones. yeah you know like she elevated people's careers and senses of art and just dragging white men up behind her yeah. as we still do yes. as we still yes. do like ugh, never ending literally <laughs> i mean there's so many of them but like boosted his career like was his muse like like yeah. it helped boost Andy. Like I mean, Andy Warhol obviously was like you know uh, a figure in his own right, but like their careers were intertwined. Like mm-hmm. Keith Haring, mm-hmm. who is like obviously iconic, mm-hmm. like painted her. Like mm-hmm. was amused for Isimiyaki and Mugler. Like she was is a big deal. She was a big deal, um, and is the reason why people felt like inspired to create. And if that is not right. the hallmark of an icon. No, if you're like a literal muse, if you're someone's literal, not even one person, but like multiple people across like years and years and years. But also still having your own career. Yeah, exactly. Not just like the sideline, like Bianca Jagger, like Mm -hmm. no offense, but like no offense offense to Bianca Jagger. Not not Kate Hudson and Almost Famous. Yes, exactly. No groupie, yeah. you know? No groupie, no uh, fabletics line. She's out here. <laughs> right. She's like, catch up to me and I might sit for your painting. <laughs> exactly, Maybe. yeah. If I like it, which I might not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, damn, no. And I will slap you when I don't. <laughs> In public, it's my right. In public, it'll be bloody. Good day. <sighs> A lot of these Jean-Paul Gouda pictures pretty racist well anyway you know she was subject to like fetishism but also like still endured and was her own thing and wasn't unafraid to say like no this is like because i have worth and i have value and i'm cool as hell and i just think that's great yes so she's cool she's yes oh my last thing on her i am very invested in non-manufactured cool i always feel so i've never really paid attention to the industry Mm -hmm. and i still try not to but I always feel, and I'm sure that has to do with me being older, but the people that you're told are cool are never the coolest. <laughs> and it takes a while for you to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And Grace Jones has always been cool. Like, she is what I think of when I think of that word. And I think it's bestowed on too many people now. Yes. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's like, I mean, back to just like the now of it all and the social media and like, the artifice of it all. I mean, are you ready for this hot take? Social media fake. Um, but you can craft any image 
you want, want and yeah. because of like I feel like this combination of like aesthetic and algorithm, like anybody who feeds into it becomes like interesting or by proxy. Mm, even though they're yeah. they're really not. Nerds. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's 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 interesting to mm. watch. I'm I'm trying to be out one toe out while staying on the sidelines, uh, w uh, willingly by choice. I'm very careful about what I do, yeah. and and how I present myself. Mm, that's what I love about you. I don't think great shows did that though, so it's 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 a conundrum. But I'm I'm living in a different time. Yeah, I think we get we get to account for that. Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. Is this it? Is this the show? Well, Almost. Almost. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Should we vote, Io? I feel like this is one of those ones where it's just, where you know. Where we kind of know. Yeah. But we vote on if we think this person's going to be an icon or not. So I'll start. I'm going to go with an I. That's yes. A yes. Yes. And Janelle? I mean, I brought her on here, so y'all already know. Okay, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to say no. Yeah. No, yeah, I could I'll never fight. Yeah. I bring quarantine to beat your ass. <laughs> well, I would let you do it. I would. That'd be very <laughs> grace of you. Mm. You're like, please beat my ass. Someone just touched me. Please. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> the yeses have it. Grace Jones, an icon. Um, before we close. We got to play a quick little Vroom Vroom. So Vroom Vroom is the game where we craft a vehicle. Vroom Vroom. Do you get it? Do you get it? Okay. I love that sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we craft a vehicle for an actor who we feel has not gotten their due. Who? Why not? Let's give him an Oscar. So we try to write a movie, come up with the premise of a movie to give them an Oscar. Okay, I have the list up. Mm, yes. Um, should we ask Janelle if she wants to play or be our producer? Yeah. So, Janelle, you can either choose to play and one of us will drop out. And you can come up with your own movie. It's a minute. It's 30 seconds on the clock? It's 30 seconds on the clock. It's 30 seconds on the clock. Or you can be the Hollywood Hotshot producer and pick which movie you'd want to produce and make in order to win this actor and Oscar and tell us why. Oh man, uh, I'll be producer. Okay, I I have the list up, and I think I have a, a good option for us that I don't okay. think we've done. Okay, let us win. Tandy Newton an Oscar. So underrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Io, do you want to go first? I just got. Yeah, yeah. I I, um, I think I can. Okay. Okay. I'll give you thirty seconds on the clock. Mm -hmm. Ready, mm -hmm. set, go. Okay, we are going to follow Tandy Newton in a modern day drama that's going to take place in real time as she goes to try to find her son who's a drug addict. So it's sort of Ben is back, but in real time and better um, because Tandy Newton will also play a recovering addict and it's going to be seconds. in London, Brixton, tough. We're going to get to see her be a little bit more natural, spare down, but still hold those acting chops together. Time. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Olivia, 30 seconds on the clock. Your time begins now. Okay, so Tandy Newton is the lead role in a new Jordan Peele movie. It's about... <laughs> it is about, um, like... Oh, I'm losing it. It's about how... It's she's a mother in it, and her kids are mixed just like they are in real life. And they, I don't know, they try to fucking kill her or something. I'm losing steam here. I'm so sorry. I don't look at me like that. I I got too excited about Jordan. I give up. I'm sorry. I concede, honestly. That was my worst showing. I just did Bella's back, but British. I know. I got so excited about Tandy being in a Jordan Peele movie that I fully like lost the steam. No, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I feel like Olivia thinks just just the Jordan Peele angle. I know, and usually it does. (laughs) You could have finished the sentence. I just didn't think of a plot. I just like started. Yeah. I don't have his mind. I mean, it could be, a, a, it's a Jordan Peele. I'm trying to help you workshop this. No, yeah. I, what do you think it is? It's like a Jordan Peele movie that's about, so it's about blackness. I mean, they move into like an affluent black neighborhood or something, but right. she's mixed but and her, her husband is white. And so it's like a flip of like, white. And I do like the mixed kids mm-hmm. angle in that. They look like they're past. They look. They look like they're white, so they're, they're passive, passive. Mm-hmm. and people think she's adopted her own mm-hmm. kids, and so that passion, passive aggression drives her crazy, and she becomes a killer right. in some kind right. of way. Maybe people are trying to like take her kids away from her, or the black people in her neighborhood also like don't really yeah. think she's like they. Maybe they. I don't know. They start getting involved. Something shady. Yeah. See, you yeah. guys, you guys ran away with this. Good job. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia. Now, I know your movie, I've seen it before, (laughs) and I didn't understand. She goes to look for her son, but she's also a She's a recovering addict, so we learned this about halfway through the movie. She's a recovering Uh, addict, and so then the stakes get raised. And the son is as well? Huh? The son is is an addict as well. And so he's missing. But then we find out halfway through that she's a recovering addict, which is one, why she feels Uh, so intense, but also why it gets harder because as she gets deeper into the world of drugs, she becomes tempted, maybe even has to... And it's in in real time, right? Yes, it's real time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like a two-hour movie that takes place over two hours. Mm -hmm. Cool. I mean, this sounds kind of like a crash, which was an overrated movie that won an Oscar. So it may be... You can do it twice. Something like that. Maybe, you know. <laughs> Something like Crash meets uh, Ben is Back meets, uh, like, uh, Victoria. I think that's, that's, you know, in the room, a great pitch. I think it is a good pitch. And if I lose, it's because yeah. I helped you make your pitch better. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like Io's is definitely yeah. a more well-rounded Absolutely. And Thank you. plausible movie. A Jordan Peele and Trail Off is a, it's just not I know. Do it. I got millions dollars here i'm trying to put this out. is why janelle is working because i know cause she, yeah because she, she's straightforward that log line was was faulty so i can't yeah sorry gonna have to pass on that one that's what's okay. going on today you tired what's happening yeah i am tired i had to okay i told you this i had to get a new phone my phone got cooked this morning yeah. absolutely would not turn on so i had to drive mm. to two different at&t stores to get a phone the size of my goddamn face uh, <laughs> no worries you know 
pilot season isn't over i'm still open oh you know? thank you uh, just have your yeah people. for sure call my people um i am i'll send along a script yeah manager. i constantly want to hear your ideas and you know i got notes even though i've never been mm-hmm. a writer and, and 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 so come on back yeah i'm um i'm olivia's manager so you can just send if she could send everything <laughs> send it to you back and forth so on and so forth it's a whole thing it's what uh, we do let me you make know? it work i'll i'll, I'll zoom you <laughs> circle back and uh oh lord well it's time to put a pin in this perfect episode of a perfect podcast janelle thank you so much for coming on yay of Um, course i had a great time and now here we go my favorite part where we go do you have anything to plug and i know you do because it's a whole ass tv show so janelle do you have anything to plug I mean, thankful and blessed that I do during a goddamn pandemic. But yes, um, go watch the now season two of Black Monday Showtime. If you don't have Showtime, they offer a 30 day uh, free. You know, I don't believe in paying for things right now either. So you can go on 30 days and and watch the both two seasons. It's so slept on. It really is. It's so funny jokes on jokes. It was my best and most favorite work experience. Don Cheadle, Regina Hall. Just, what else could uh, you ask for? An amazing experience. Um, also, I am currently writing on Central Park, which is an animated show wow. uh, from the guy who gave us Bob's Burgers. It's on Apple TV. Uh, I just recently got to write a role for Whoopi and Goldberg wow. and, 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 people, and Nora Jones is singing. It's all kind of shit happening. I don't know. I'm on <laughs> It's a musical. It's very upbeat. They saw my stand up and they said, this is the happy chick we need over here. And so here I am and uh, just spreading cheer and uh, it's getting good reviews. So check that out and then go on YouTube and watch my old shit like people have been doing. And and your Netflix quarter special. Oh, my Netflix quarter special. But I I really enjoy that people are finding like my old ass sketches from when I first started comedy. (laughs) And writing me about it. I love it. I'm really serious. Go watch Dick Detective. Dick Detective is iconic. You and Hadia is iconic. <laughs> I stand by Dick Detective. Go watch. Go watch uh, Time to Buy a Gay. Go watch all the things that I couldn't put out right now without getting dragged through hellfire. It's, uh, I appreciate it. It's still up. Um, yeah. And then follow me. I'm trying to get my socials up. I've, I've gone years with thinking it's not important your instagram game still don't, is, but has been a, a marked improvement i'll say i know because i'm trying your, now your you know stories I mean? the other day try. were killing me thank you sir very much so uh yeah follow me on instagram janelle james comedy i mean i'm doing steven spielberg level of <laughs> <laughs> level of uh storytelling wow. on there uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter too. I can't stand it, but I need you know. I figure it's quarantine. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing any shows. Why not get my numbers up online? I guess I don't know. I just want to feel like I'm doing mm-hmm. something. Please just follow me. I, I ain't talking about shit. I ain't talking about shit. But you know, I'm trying. I'm at least trying to make people laugh during this very horrible time. That so, in yeah. itself is commendable and inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and everybody. You know who- I commend and oh. who inspires me, Olivia. Who? You. Oh. Ditto. <laughs> she hates me, okay? I'm, speaking of Whoopi, I'm just making a reference to the classic film Ghost. Ditto. Mm. 
Oh, also, well, it's not out yet, but I'm coming out with a podcast called You in Danger Girl. Oh my God. And uh, based on Whoopi's iconic line again. Yes. And it's about uh, crazy dates, uh, red flags, wow. and erotic thrillers. Oh my God. And that'll be out soon. So look out for that. I absolutely cannot wait. Incredible. I'm so glad I brought up Ghosts. So now that now I know that that's yeah, happening, one of my faves. I love Ooh, I that movie. Die. Oh my god! I would sleep with Patrick Swayze now, <laughs> dead version. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, truly, same. Like, oh god, I would just have his ashes in bed next to me, <laughs> and that would be enough. Rubbing one out on his ashes. <laughs> Oh, all right and so we're gonna rub this one out and say goodbye <laughs> you know goodbye. thank you guys for listening so much uh make sure you like it you subscribe it you share it you tell your friends you give us five star ratings because when we went on hiatus people got mad and didn't believe it was a hiatus so they started giving us low ratings and now we're down to 4.5 oh my god 4.5 podcast this is we're giving you five podcast. star energy every goddamn week you five star interviews oh, with five star guests. So spoiled. Who? Everybody that downvoted this, go to Io and Olivia's Venmo right now and give them some <laughs> fucking money. How wow. dare you? I like that. Penalize people during a pandemic because they took a break. I like that. These fucking anyway. Anyway, g- give me some money too, just for even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what to do. Hit the five stars and find our Venmos. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Ayo. And I'm Olivia. Bye. 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 <laughs> Forever. Dog. Dog. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.